0: This is Broadcaster Golf Papa Six Bravo Echo Alpha at Kilo Charlie Four Triple Alpha Double Alpha Foxtrot. It's almost time. You can't hear us yet, but you will. It's starting soon, and we'll all be here when it does. We are inescapable. Hello? That's weird, I could have sworn I heard something. Let's make sure I have all the settings right. Okay, looks good now. Introduction time. Hey folks, my name is Dr. Bryn Alcott and I'm going to be down in Antarctica at McMurdo Station for the next year. A little about me if you're curious. I'm an astrophysicist who normally works out of NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Los Angeles. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and my favorite film is Event Horizon. It's been Event Horizon for a long time, like long before I started Underground, even, so please don't think that my adoration of the film is a recommendation for scientific accuracy, it's just fun to watch. As you can tell, I am an amateur radio operator. You wouldn't be hearing me otherwise. And McMurdo Station does in fact have a ham radio. No one else who will be here this year knows how to use it, so... I guess it'll just be all of us getting to know each other over the next 12 months. Just you and little old Bryn. I'm pretty excited. I have people I normally talk with back home, but I'm expecting to meet a whole bunch of new folks down here. I cannot begin to express just how thrilled I am to be here, both in Antarctica in general and specifically on the airwaves with you all. I've already met some pretty amazing people down here. There's Harper, a climatologist studying, you guessed it, climate change. They've been really helpful in getting me settled and are extraordinarily friendly. I've also met Maddie, a biologist working on something to do with penguins. I don't know, but she's quite fun. I should probably also mention some older acquaintances who came down here with me. Sahil and Hudson are co-workers and friends from JPL. Now, Hudson will be spending most of the year at Amundsen Scott Station, working with the Kekaray Telescope, so he'll be leaving McMurdo soon, but those are two names you'll definitely hear again since they're on the same project as I am. I expect to be working hard the whole time I'm down here, but I think I'll have time for some fun as well. I've heard that there are opportunities to go out on ships and or hikes to explore some of the land and glaciers, carefully of course, and just the places that have already been observed. I'm not exactly a hardy explorer type, so maybe explore was the wrong word to use. I think tour is probably a better word for what I will be doing while I'm here. Just sightseeing. I don't intend for anything I have to do with the land and ice to be groundbreaking. Observations of our universe, however? Well, I am certainly hoping to do that, but not quite in a position to talk to all of you about it yet. Maybe in a few months as we start getting the information we need. We'll see. And I have to remember that what's groundbreaking to me might be boring or make literally no sense to other people. Of course we have to make it through the summer first. It's hard to see the stars in blinding sunlight, and we're going to be getting a lot of that over the next few months. We're going to be preparing and learning to use new equipment during that time, so it's not like there's no reason for us to be down here yet. But I know Hudson is excited to get started on the telescope immediately. We're all really hyped to start working on this project, honestly. It's been in the works for years, so for us to be this close to getting to the real meat of what we're working on... I'm sure you can imagine how I'm feeling right now. Or maybe you can't. I mean, I am going to be spending a lot of time behind a computer screen running programs that analyze numbers for me. I'm making it sound like we're gonna be staring at images and making these brilliant deductions and it's... Not to say that those won't happen, hopefully. It's just that a bulk of what I'll be doing won't be that. Nope, it's going to be programming. Isn't that glamorous? No, not really. I am fully aware of that. Everyone thinks astrophysics, and it conjures images of news stories about black holes and gravity waves or public-facing individuals who ruin your favorite movies for you. But really, we're just super-educated programmers who know a lot about how numbers can make the world run. Not all of us get to ruin those movies for you, but I think most of us will give it a chance. Is that a service people are actually looking for? Okay, well, I'm going to cut this short today. I just wanted to let you know who I am and what I'm about. I'm going to play around here for a while and see if I can find any of your broadcasts. Goodbye, I'll probably be back tomorrow. This is Broadcaster Golf Pompous 6, Bravo Echo Alpha, at Kilo Charlie 4, Triple Alpha, Double Alpha, Foxtrot, signing off.
1: Goodbye, friend. We'll be watching.
0: We'll be in touch. Soon.
1: It Grows Dark is a scripted, apocalyptic, cosmic horror podcast set to be released on the first and third Tuesdays of each month.
0: The first episode will be available wherever you download podcasts October 18th, 2022.
1: It Grows Dark is written by Jenna M. Pittman and produced by Jared Aiken. Theme song and score are by Define.Human. More of their work can be found at linktree.com forward slash Define.Human. The voice of Bryn is Jared Aiken. The voice of the wind is TT. Credits read by Ryan Kranz. Artwork by Ida Christensen. If you like what you're hearing and want to connect with us, please reach out via social media, our website, or Discord server, all of which can be found in the show notes or at linktree.com forward slash itgrowsdark. For more direct access, please send all questions or concerns to itgrowsdark at gmail.com. Fun fact, the most common land animal on Antarctica is a nematode. These are itty-bitty worms that have the ability to package their cells in such a way so as to keep freezing from being fatal. Scientists don't know how long they can last in a frozen state, but nematodes as old as 60 years have been thawed and come out on the other end alive. Thank you for listening, and stay safe.